Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Big Earth versus the People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening I record with the Straight from the Hip podcast. So popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight from the Hip, on YouTube, Straight for the Hip, and enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So I appreciate you guys. We're going to have a quick ad, and then we're going to start the show. Thanks for listening. And then at 8.05, we'll go ahead and start. Mm-hmm. Irv said he'll be in at 8.15. Yeah. We might even talk about college football until he gets in or Miss Carey, either one. Because they ain't too crazy on, about college football. I thought those rankings were terrible just now. Yeah. I don't. I understand the reasoning why you put Tennessee one because they've beaten the best team. Who's the best team? Oh well, not the best team. They've put, they've had they've had the best win. Okay, well, Alabama ain't the best team. What's up, Tom? What's up, Peavy? They they've had the best win. That's what I meant. To say. I'm glad you're here. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Atlanta here in a little bit. I love it. I'm loving it that they're in first place right now. I think it's funny as hell. But we're going to talk about it. You know that. You know we're going to talk about that. We got we got to get through some other stuff first. You see the college football ranking just now, people? You think Tennessee number one team in the country? I'm not even I'm not even a Georgia fan. I hope Georgia walks the dog on them jokers this week. Pun intended. Tom, you a Tennessee fan? Who else is in here? Y'all roll call, let me know who's in here. So I know who I'm talking to. I know, that's it, PV, my man. PV, you making my whole presentation for me. People say the Falcons are Super Bowl bound. Let's see. People, you 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 killing my my thunder. I'm with you, Tom. I hope Georgia just beats the damn snot out of them. I watched them play all year. I, I haven't. They haven't done a whole lot to convince me. But we'll see. We shall see. People, why y'all want to get rid of Ridley? That's wrong. Y'all, y'all, y'all just do people wrong. I'm got surprised. I'm, I'm, Julio I'm surprised they got something for him. What they get? Like a. 
A fifth round? Fifth round fifth, pick fifth. or something. Really going to go down there and show out. Why and see? I know. Why'd you do that? That's what I'm just sitting up here talking about. The hell y'all trade Ridley for? Irv should be joining us in a little bit, guys. He said uh, he got something going on, running some kind of soccer tournament or something. But uh, he'll be here shortly. So we're going to start the show off talking about college football, and then we'll evolve from there. Plus, we need Irv's expertise on all the happenings of the NBA right now because it's about to get crazy. All right, Travis, let's roll. Okay. Play the clock. Play the clock. Oh, you already know what it is, man. From the hip, don't need no script, just need a microphone. My man, Coach Boo, gon' take you to the entertainment zone. They got the stats, the this and that to keep this show on point. And when we done, we have some fun and rock this funky joint. So if we'll sit back and chill, give us a chance to show ya. If one of y'all would like to call, we'll talk just like we know ya. We take control, then start the roll, and then there ain't no stopping. It's time to dip straight from the hip. Hey, y'all. Let's get it poppin'. Welcome to Straight From Hip. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Blue Mitchell, coming to you live from Black Mania, sitting up here in the Executive Palace, in the throne room, down on earth. We have Mr. Travis Butler. What's up, Trav? Not much. Not Travis, much. you got a smile on your face? Did, did, uh, did, did uh, South Carolina win this week? I don't remember. Probably not. Did, what about what about Cincinnati? I missed that game. I have no idea what happened. I don't game. remember that either. I'm not a I'm, I'm a I'm a Bengals supporter. I'm not a fan. I don't know. I'm a supporter. <laughs> Woo! Well, you gonna remember here in a few minutes. <laughs> I am going to the Vanderbilt South Carolina game this week. Good. On Saturday, I'm gonna be on the sidelines. Um, taking my nephew and his girlfriend and, and another guy, one of his best friends. Okay. So uh, they're big time South Carolina fans too. They're from Myrtle Beach. And okay. uh, they're gonna they're gonna drive over and meet me in Nashville. Anyway, uh, I apologize for my voice. It's been a we're getting ready for the reading championship against Norcross this Friday night. So uh there's been a lot of yelling. A lot of yelling going on. Trying to get these kids right and uh trying to position ourselves appropriately for the uh for the state championship, state playoffs coming up here shortly. Okay. So anyway, if any of you guys were just now watching ESPN, they had the uh the uh, college football playoffs, uh, the the initial rankings for this year, it wound up being uh, Alabama at number six. They named the top six first. 
Alabama was at six. At five was Michigan. At four was Clemson. At three was Georgia. At two was Ohio State. And at one was Tennessee. Um, what do you think, Trav? What do you think about that? Um, to be honest with you, it doesn't really – I'm not surprised Tennessee's won. Um, I think they've had the tougher schedule out of those top four. Um, and I think they've beaten the best team out of the four of them um, in Alabama. So it doesn't surprise me that they're one. I am surprised Georgia's two or, – or is not two, excuse me. Um, cause they've just been rolling through people, right? Yeah. They really haven't had a close game. Um, I know Ohio state hasn't really either, but I would have thought they would have just had Tennessee one, Georgia two, Ohio state and Clemson. That's the way I thought it was going to go. So I was surprised that it was Georgia three and not, and not two. I think that politics plays a big, big role in all of this, because I honestly feel like, you know, I think they said five of the top 11 or six of the top 11 are SEC schools. Sounds about right. I think that comes into play. Well, look at, look at the top six. I mean, three of the top six are SEC schools, Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia. So, and then you have the big 10 has two of the other teams. I mean, so, you know, it is what it is, but all that being said, um, I think politics come into play in that, you know, they want to try to do what's politically correct. So it's like, you know, we can't have Georgia being number one, mm. the SEC having three of the top six and six of the top 11. I mean, that, that that's just going to be all SEC. And people are going to be pissed off and tune out and everything else. So let's do it this way. Put Georgia at three. If they beat Tennessee this week, they can become one that way. Versus us just placing them there. Right. I mean, does that make sense? No, I, I totally get that. And I get that argument. Um, you know, the counter argument is, is kind of what you, you know, what you're alluding to anyway. One, it's the first week, uh, the first week of the playoff ranking. So nobody a gives a damn. Games. Yeah, nobody gives a damn. About this and game. Georgia and Tennessee have to play each other in, yep. you know, this upcoming Saturday, so does it really make a difference if they're one and two or one and three? Because the winner of that game we know is going to be number one, and the yep. loser is going to drop down a few spots. Yep. So put uh put put Tennessee or put uh Alabama at number six. Alabama's going to win the SEC West if, if they if they can get by Ole Miss or whoever it is this week. I think this is the last game they got that, that's even close that they have to worry about. Probably if they can get by this week with the win. Then they'll uh, they'll they'll be ready and you know play Georgia in the SEC championship game. If they win that, they'll be back in the top four. So it's okay to put Alabama out there on the fringe like that. I agree. I, agree. I think and, the one that, the one and, that has to worry is is Michigan. Well, Michigan's got to play Ohio State, so yeah, know, they're going to take you know those two teams are going to smash you know the last week of the season. So the yeah. win- theoretically, I'm sure they're they're hoping that. Both those two teams are undefeated going into that game. The winner of that game, they're going to be in the top four. Right. You got the SEC champion, right? And then if Alabama wins, they'll be in there. 
they would be the SEC champion anyway, but then you probably take either Tennessee or Georgia, whoever wins this week is is there, and then Clemson. Clemson, because we know they're going to go undefeated because, they, you know, the ACC is just not very good. I know, but they got to beat Notre Dame this week. I'm not sure they can beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame, especially not when DJ Ungalele is, is still their quarterback. I mean, he, he doesn't do it for me. Right. So, um, well, so Alabama, go to go back to them real quick, they do play on the road their next two games. Who at, L- at LSU, who's yeah. top 10. Yeah. And then at Old Miss next week. So yeah. that those two are going to be tough games. But if they can if they if they win those two, they'll they they're definitely in the SEC championship game. I I don't think either one of them be tough. I'll be honest with you. I think uh you know Alabama being at number six, man, uh Nick Nick Saban feeding feeding his whole team. Right now they're sitting down to Milo barbed wire. And that's all they're gonna eat is barbed wire for the next couple of days until they have to go. And I mean they're gonna be mad as a run over dog when when they when they get ready to play somebody for for being ranked number six. And you know, they see some of them other teams and know that anytime they uh go up against Big Ten team, they beat them like a drum. And uh I mean, I mean some of it's just to me, just fuel for some of those teams. I, I guarantee you, Kirby Smart probably called a dog on team meeting <laughs> tonight. As soon as it was over, like, they got us in number three. <laughs> Man. That's true. I'm just telling you. I mean, I honestly, you know, it, it, it's motivation. It, it's bulletin board material for those kids. So I think it's terrible. Um, but anyway, I, you know, it is what it is. You got to pick six of them anyway. Yeah. Like I tell Jason, all that other stuff, I, I, nobody wants to hear about TCU. Shut up, TCU. They, you know, they're crying because they think they should be in the top six. And uh, they're like, how can Alabama be in front of us? Because Alabama will beat you like a redhead stepchild if they played you. That's why. So I don't want to hear that. I I will say they are. Um, what are they? I'll tell you what they are. They are this year's UCF, or they're this year's Cincinnati, or whatever. But, but I will say they're at seven right now. Um, I think that's a pretty good position for them. Um, in That's the a great sense, position for them. In the sense that Ohio State and Michigan have to play each other, so one of those two teams gets knocked off. You yeah. move up the spot there. Yeah. Georgia and Tennessee and Alabama. They won't be at least two of those teams that have to lose one one game. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing can happen to make them be in the top four. Nothing. I think if they go undefeated, that's the only way. And even then, it's going to be tough. But Baby an undefeated ball. Big 12 champion probably gets in, Coach. Baby ball. It is, a, it is the Big 12. I get yeah. that. But it is still a Power 5 school, Power I 5 know. conference. Yeah. I think if an undefeated Power 5 conference champion gets Baby in. ball. They playing baby ball. They ain't going to let them in. I don't believe it. I believe when I see it. I believe when I see it. I just, I just, you know, and- I if I watched some of the highlights they were showing and things of that nature, and dude, it looked like wreck ball. It looks like the stuff I go out and, and I'm the president of the league over. That's what it looked like to me. I understand that, Coach, and I'm not saying they should be in there, but if they won the table and they, of course, won the conference championship, they're undefeated, they would have beaten seven ranked teams. They got and be undefeated and have won the Big 12. You got to put them in. Even they got to put them in. Here's my thing. I mean, we need to stop talking about ranked teams. 
Because, I mean, what, what is 25? Who's the 2015? Look at the top 25 right now. Who's number 25? UCF. Okay, exactly. That's my point. I mean, you UCF, I mean, UCF is terrible this year. I've seen them on TV twice. And they are bad. I mean, I've nowhere seen. near what they used to, what what's the record now? Six and two. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They already lost two games. If they play anybody worth the damn, they're gonna lose another. So I mean that's what I'm saying. That's who number 25 is. I don't want to, I mean, there are not, there's not a dozen quality uh teams in, in collegiate football anyway. When you're talking about top four type of, of teams, there right. aren't many people up there. That, that could even, I mean, you might have, I told Jason all the time, I said, you don't need but eight, maybe. This ranking all the way out to 25, I mean, you may as well put Vanderbilt out there at 25. I mean. Uh, it, it, oh, I don't know about that, Coach. Yeah, I mean, but my whole point is, is that it just doesn't matter. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it just doesn't matter who number 25 is. I don't even know why they go out that far. I mean, we know if you have a winning, winning record, you know, you get to go to a bowl game, make some money, take the kids on vacation, whatever. That's all That's all well and dandy. But, you know, to spend the time ranking out the 25 and acting like it means something for you to be top in top 25, I mean, I mean, it might be good for you to put on your recruiting stuff. Hey, we, we've been ranked in the top 25 for the last 10 years. Yeah, but you've always been 20 or above, you know. I mean, I just – I don't find any – purpose and any need to rank teams over 10. I just, I just don't, I mean, I don't, I don't see what the whole purpose is and, and to use that as a criteria for somebody to be in the top four, because you say, well, they beat seven teams in the top 25. Yeah. But all of them were 15 and above. I mean, I ain't trying to hear that because those, all those teams are insignificant. I mean, they're, they're not even, they, they don't even matter. You know, so if, if let Alabama play UCF at, at top at twenty five and see what they do to them, or Georgia, or any in or Tennessee, let those three teams play them. They beat them by a combined two hundred fifty points. I mean, they're, they're they're terrible. I mean, they wouldn't even uh, they, their their starters wouldn't even get out the would be sitting after before the first quarter ended. So I mean, it's just it's just ludicrous to me to rank out that high, and then use that as a reason why they're supposed to be so good because they've beaten seven teams in time. Name the teams that uh that they've beaten. TCU? Yeah, TCU. Hmm. Uh, Colorado, some school called Tarleton. Some school, exactly. Keep coming. SMU. Oh, oh that's a big powerhouse. Uh, um, uh, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, they're great, too, this year. Kansas. Okay. Oklahoma State. I didn't say anything about Kansas, but they're really not anything. Oklahoma State either, but go ahead. Kansas State and West Virginia. Oh, man. All powerhouses there. Woo! I, I'm see not going to Coach, I'm not disagreeing. My point is that if you have an undefeated Big 12 champion, they're going to be in the top four. It's just it's just the way it is. I know, but it, it'll be it, number one. They'll be four. They will no, be I agree. Four. They'll be four, but they'll, they'll be, be four. And then who do they have to play if they're four? 
either Georgia or Tennessee. They're going to play number one, and it's going to be just a just a mud stomping. I mean, they're going to absolutely stomp a mud hole in them jokers. So, like I said, let let TCU have to play the number one. And I, I matter of fact, Travis, I hope it happens. I really do. I hope it happens. I mean, all I can tell you is they better get all the ambulances they can get wherever that game is going to be played because it, it will just be a bloodbath. I'll say this. I, I actually think I think the college football playoff committee and I think ESPN wants it to happen, actually. And I'll tell you why. I do, because too. If you, because if you do it that way, you have one SEC school. You have one Big 12 school, you have one Big 10 school, whether it be that Ohio State or Michigan, and then you have the ACC school in Clemson. And you have mm-hmm. one for, you know, those four, and then you don't have to double up in, oh, those two SEC teams, those two Big 10s, they wouldn't have to worry about that. You won your conference championship, that's like, it would, it would eliminate any type of argument that they, we typically end up having. That's why I think ESPN definitely would like that to happen. I'm not saying it's going to. But then what happens what happens when they get decimated by the number one? I understand. And then people say, see there, now you got Alabama sitting over there out, out of the top four. Cause you let these jokers come in here. Knowing good and damn well it ought to be Alabama versus Georgia again, like it's always been or whatever, et cetera. Et cetera. I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean, that that's what you're gonna run up against. But anyway, or we just killing time talking talking some college football. But, but, get here. but let me ask you a question, though. Come on. Who did Alabama beat? Nobody. <laughs> so, so you got your argument with TCU. I understand that Alabama well, is. Well, I know. But my, but, but my but, thing is, is that Alabama is at least in the SEC. Because they're going to have to play some folks like Travis just said. They, they got two games coming up here, LSU and uh, Ole Miss on the road. That They're going to have to play. They're going to have to play. Well, you making what? that pace, but 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 those teams are in the top ten. I mean, uh, 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 LSU's ranked ten. SEC, uh, SEC is overrated because of reputation, not because of how good they are. Well, I, I I think the SEC is not very good this year, but I still think they're better than everybody else I've seen. They damn sure better than the Big Ten, a Big Twelve. It's it's three good teams out of fourteen, and. Just because of those three great teams, they put everybody else in that category. Well, how many good teams are there in the Big Ten? Big Ten? Two. Two. Exactly. Exactly. So how many teams are there in, in the Pac-12? Zero. Zero. So, that's, so give, <laughs> give me the seven or whatever you said the SEC has. How many, how many, how many in the ACC? Yeah. <laughs> This year, I would argue none. I was going to say maybe none. <laughs> Shit, they look terrible. So that's what I'm trying to say. Give me seven. I'll take the seven you said the SEC has or whatever you, whatever number you said. So anyway, what's up, Tom? Tom speaking to you, Irv. He said, uh, what's up, Big Irv? What's up? What's happening? So all right, folks, let's move on. Um, let's, let's, We're we going to talk about this NFL first and get this out of the way. Um, once again, guys, you know, I mean, let, let's 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 keep it real. The NFL has been trash so far this year. I mean, it's some of the worst football I've ever seen. Um, I'm just wondering who is the guy who make it who made this schedule out? 
where Thursday, what, what was it Thursday when they played? Then we had the Ravens and the Buccaneers. Wasn't that Thursday? Yes. Ravens and the Buccaneers. And I may tell you, it was a stinker. Um, final score, Ravens 27, Buccaneers 22. My question to both of you, could this be the, a year where Tom Brady does not make it to the playoffs even, not even make the playoffs? And if so, will he call it quits after a year like that? Irv. Irv's gone. Travis. Uh, yes and yes. I'll just and quickly answer yes and yes. So you think this is Brady's last year? Could I be? think this is Brady's last year, and can no. they not make the playoffs? Yeah, because they're not very good. So even if it even if it works out that this is not his last year, you don't see him returning saying like I can't go out like a sucker. No, I think this wow. is his last year of his contract too. So I don't see him coming back. Wow, he's done. Yeah, he's done. Mm. Okay. He doesn't look good physically. Like I'm sure mentally he's taking a drain for what's happening in his personal life, and and yeah, he he's done. Okay. The talent around him is getting getting old too. So I yeah. agree. I'm I'm not so I'm not so that I think that because of the type of person he is, I can't see him going out like that. I can see him trying to run it back one more time. Just 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 somewhere. He might not even be uh be in in, in but somewhere trying to you know somebody talk him into in the running back one more time. Uh, the game that they had overseas. Uh I don't know who made this this game. Broncos 27, Jaguars 17. I'm sorry, Broncos 21, Jaguars 17. Again, if, if I was the people of London, I'd have been booing the whole game. I, as, as soon as they walked into the stadium, I would have been booing this game here. Uh, Broncos do finally get a win. I mean, over the Jags, which we know. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Which two of us know. <laughs> My bad, Irv. I forgot that's one of your adopted teams. <laughs> so, but anyway, Irv, talk to me about your Jags. I mean, tell me, tell me the plan. I know y'all got a plan. I know this is all in the plan that you were talking about earlier this year for the Jags. So tell us about your team, Irv. Hey, I say this stuff out. I, I knew they weren't going to be the bottom feeders of the AFC South. <laughs> That's, what's that talking about with the AFC South? Like, <laughs> er, you start to sound more, more like a Falcon fan. <laughs> I, I said, I said they, South, they only a game behind that spot. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying is, you know, it's only four teams in that division. <laughs> So as long as you can be number three, you good. <laughs> you suck. The Colts just gave Matt Ryan. They got a chance. <laughs> oh my God, Irv, you start to sound more like a Falcon fan. Just give me three, baby. Wait, just give me Falcon. three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Falcons are in first. Wow. We're getting there. Dolphins, 31, Lions, 27. The most intriguing thing about me in this game 
was that I think prior to the game, maybe it was right after, the owner came out and made a statement saying that she was supporting the coach. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like why? <laughs> why are you supporting the coach? I mean, it is evident to anybody who who's who's even been around football. This dude is just not the guy. He, he's a great guy. He's a he's a great cheerleader. He's a great he, he he speaks to the guy. I know he is a players coach. I guarantee you the players love him. He ain't no coach. I mean, he he needs to be, he can do something in the front office. You know, he can be the head greeter for the home games or something. I don't know what you do, but he ain't, he ain't no, he ain't no damn coach. He don't need about that coach. I can tell you that much. And uh, I think they're just going to see more of that. what you think, Herb? Yeah, I, I think it's a wrap. Um, he can't be biting off. What do you say? Biting kneecaps? Biting kneecaps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I guess he. Yeah, I'm so tired of hearing that old country, country slang that he talks after every game. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. Look, it, it ain't it ain't cute and funny anymore. It just seems like it's so unprofessional. And I mean that that's what you tell six and seven year old kids about every, biting kneecaps and and doing all that other stuff about trying to be tough. Every every coach got their niche, man. So you know that was his. Uh, was was Adam Gase's was the wide eyes. Oh um, my god, Mike Tomlin is the motivation. You know every coach got every coach got their niche, man. So. I mean, he was the first coach to talk, come in and talk about some biting some kneecaps. I'll tell you that one. Well, I'll tell you that. And he's definitely – Hopefully he'll be the last one. <laughs> Chad, what do you think? Look, we know Detroit's bad, um, but the, twice in this game they had a double-digit lead and they let this thing go – like, they let it go. Well, Like, that's a game you need to win. If you – not to say that you need to make the playoffs or anything, but if you're trying to like build something, you got a double digit lead, tw- you know, twice. You got to win this game. Um, the Lions. Very, very good observation, Travis. Let me ask you this: because they had a double digit lead, and Miami walked them down and won the game, is this all praise to Miami? I mean, does Miami get some of the praise for that, or is it just that they didn't necessarily win the game? The, the Lions just lost the game. No, they can get some praise for that, but uh, the Lions had three drives in the second half total and had 54 yards total in the entire second half. Mm. Irv, what you think? Did, did, did the uh, Dolphins win it or did the Lions just lose it? The Lions definitely lost it. Yeah. It's, it, it's, there's no way around <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with you know, I be, I have become a fan of Tua's just because I know he's gone through a lot with these concussions and all this other kind of stuff, and I'm hoping he'll be able to have a you know career and won't get hit again and have to quit and all that good stuff. But I'm not I'm not I'm, I don't like him enough to shy away from what I see in his play. I just I don't see the play of an NFL quarterback. He, he doesn't look like an NFL quarterback to me. So y'all can talk all that stuff you want to about, about him and this and another. I mean, they barely got by probably the worst team in the league right now. I think they're worse than, than Jacksonville. I mean, I, I really do. I think well, they're Detroit, Jacksonville. They're fighting for Houston for the, for the worst team. Well, that too. That's Houston, yeah, or, or, uh, or Matt Ryan's team, Indianapolis, both of them, because they, they look – 
I can't stand to watch them play. I refuse to watch them play. That's just awful. Next game up, Panthers 34, Falcons 37. Mr. Peavy, this is your squad. And the guys, if you look back to the Peavy compliments that we've had uh, or Peavy quotes that we've had for the day, first of all, first thing Peavy said, Falcons number one, baby. The next thing he said, first place. The next thing he said, flash it, Travis, Super Bowl bound. <laughs> if that ain't a doggone Falcon fan right there, they are four and four. I mean, struggling to be 500. And this joke going out buying plane tickets. What's the Super Bowl going to be this year, Travis? Or what's the Super Bowl going to be this year? Mr. Peavy is ready to buy his plane tickets, baby, wherever it is going to be. I think it's Minneapolis. Is it, is it, is it Minnesota this year? Uh, it might be Minnesota. Well, Mr. Peavy is ready to get his tickets and head that way because it is to him. It, it, it's, he, he sees it already. Guys. Arizona. You, oh, it's Arizona. You went into overtime to beat a sorry-ass team whose field goal kicker just missed two field goals in a row that he should have hit both of them. And now you sitting up here talking about first place, Super Bowl bound. <laughs> That's why I love me some Falcon fans, boy. I love Y'all keep on. Y'all keep on. And you just traded away a huge asset for, for a fifth-round draft pick. They beat you themselves. Got, you right, Tom. You right. They did. They beat themselves. Where you at, Peavy? I got to hear from Peavy talking all that shit. And they, yo, I, I just I, look. I, this is why I love this kind of stuff. I love it. So, Peavy, if you don't think I'm a screenshot this, and and, and I'm I'm remind you of this whole thing right here every time you bring your ass on this show. I'm remind you about these comments. God, they, them jokes ain't even gonna make the playoff. Everything. I'm telling you right now, Vegas is still saying it's going to be uh, Tampa Bay going to win this conference. I, and I, I, I'm i kind of with them. I think Tampa Bay, they has got too many good players. I think they're going to pull it together. And, uh, you know, they'll probably be 9-7. But in but in this in this conference here, 9-7, it goes a long way. I'm sorry, they got 17 games this year, 10-7. 10-7, even, even if they're 9-8. If they're 9-8, they, they can still uh, – they still win this conference. So, anyway, I I just I, it's hard to watch. It is. I mean, but for both of them, you know, I mean, it, it's no better watching watching Carolina, and you know, and, and all that. I mean, oh, the, guy, the guy intercepts the ball, runs it back to the damn seventeen yard line. You can't kick a damn field goal from there, dude. It's just sad. I mean, it's just bad, bad football. Cardinals, uh. 26, Vikings 34. Are the Vikings for real, Herb? Is, Kirk Cousins, is, Kirk, is Kirk Cousins, you know, uh, Michael Irvin picked him to be the league MVP before the season started. He picked him to be the league MVP. Michael Irvin sure did. What do you think, Travis? I think the Vikings got a real team. I, I'm still not sold on are they a Super Bowl team because of Kirk Cousins? 
but I think they could, you know, win a game or two in the playoffs. I don't see them winning the NFC, um, but they're definitely the best team in that division, bar none. It's not even close. Yeah, they got well, they got a lot of talent on that team. What do you think, Her? I think they just got lucky with the the schedule that they got so far. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that Kirk Cousins is a sorry Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I, that, 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 that's my take. Though. I just, I would not trust Kirk, you know, for you to even put in your mouth that that Kirk Cousins can lead somebody to a damn Super Bowl with the way that he played, dude, I mean, and I hate his interviews. He looked like little Opie Cunningham. I mean, that, that's who he looks like. I mean, I mean, I, it's just, uh, you just like, dude, just shut up. Dude, I, I just rather you just say the whole Marshawn that, look, man, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Just say that. But to actually be out there answering questions and the way he has a, hey, listen, you know, um, you know, we're not going to get our heads big. We're just going to take it one game at a time. Man, say something original. Say say something worth somebody reporting on. Instead of sitting up there saying, I can't stay in that. I mean, I just rather say, Listen, guys, I'm be honest with you. I don't even want to be at these things because I, all you guys do is want me to tell you what you want to hear. It, do something like that. But to go up there just being like he is, oh, it makes me sick to my stomach. Sick to my stomach. Uh, Bears. You know you like that. Oh, I love it. You like Bears, that? <laughs> Bears 29, Cowboys 49. Do we need to fear to starve? Matt Matt Kalut told you about them cowboys. Next question. <laughs> Irv scared. Travis, what you think? Ain't nobody scared. Hey, that, <laughs> that defense is 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 really good. Really good. And, and 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 with Micah Parsons, you know they got a difference maker and a playmaker there. No doubt. So, um, they they they're gonna be tough to beat just because of that defense. Right. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that big of a believer in Dak either. I, I just. I've seen Dak, you know, in in high profile games. I agree. And, and, and he, he crumbles a little bit in yeah. games that he's gotta gotta win pressure situations. I know. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, he does. I, I don't necessarily trust in Dak. I can tell you that much. So. I don't know if Matt's on here or not, but Matt, we we uh I'm not I'm not giving it to your team either. Oh my god. Saints 24, Raiders zero. I mean, is it time to get to get rid of the uh Josh McNown uh experience uh experiment and uh and bring bring another coach in there? What do you think, Travis? It may be time to get rid of Josh McDaniels. I hate to say it even though he hasn't been the coach for a for less than a year, right? But that just – it doesn't seem to be working. Now, Josh Jacobs is, is killing it, right? I but told you that. We talked about that last week. I know. And he's having a fantastic year, but everything else around it is just not working. And th- this team – you know, this team brought in players – I know. From last year's playoff team, and they're worse. And they are definitely worse than – what do you think? Yeah, I think they just got a bad mixture of players at the moment. They got a bunch of good players that don't fit with each other. Here, here's the thing, and and they were joking about the other day about just reversing the trade and letting uh, what's the name go back to Green Bay. Right. Hey, Miss Peavy, how you doing? Miss Peavy, your Falcon won a good game the other day. We were just talking about them. I told everybody 
You look at the comments your husband put on here. Super Bowl bound, first place, number one, all that. I just want you to hold on to that, Miss P, because your family is going to be liable for that. When, when, when the end of the year rolls around, I'm going to bring back all these comments that you and your husband made and that your husband made on your behalf. When, when <laughs> You just know it's coming. That's my whole thing. You just know you can feel it coming. Lord, have mercy. I can't wait. Um, I yeah, I feel sorry for the Raiders, and I'm I'm a closet Raider fan, but uh, just from back in the years when the team I played on was the Raiders, um, I actually got to meet Otis Sistrunk the other night, and uh, at the at, he's from Georgia, and he was in this uh, high school Hall of Fame thing. You know what I'm talking about, Miss P. Your husband been showing out. Go back up there and read them comments about he just, he showed out while you were in here. You can't let him come in here without you. Anyway. Um, oh, here's another ugly one Steelers 13, Eagles 35. I mean, we, you know, there's no real, there's no real need to talk about the Eagles. We know the Eagles are legit, and we know that they're, they're one of the better teams this year. How far have the Steelers fallen? And I mean, Chase Claypool was traded today, and I mean, he's one of the big time producers on that team. Travis, what in the hell are the Steelers up to? I think they know that their team isn't it, and they're trying to rebuild. I think they're in, in rebuild mode. Um, and actually, if you look statistically this year, Claypool hasn't really done anything. I was about to say, Claypool uh, ain't all that. Well, I mean, why would you trade him? Because they could get something for him. But and he's the one, he, 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 as, as bad as he is, he's probably one of the most consistent guys they've got. He hasn't done anything this year. He's been bad this year. Yeah, but, I mean, he's been a playmaker for them. They don't have very many playmakers. That's the problem. But yeah, but they could still get something for him, and his little bit of playmaking ability that he's supposedly done this year hasn't helped him, so why not get, get something for him? What did they get for training? Seventh-round pick. I don't think it was that low, was it? No, I don't think it was that low. But he has a, he, he didn't really do anything last year. Second-round draft pick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, trade him. I don't know who, who bought that. Who, Chicago. Who got yeah, well, that makes sense because they're, they're stupid. They're desperate. Yeah, they're, they're terrible anyway. So and yeah, I, I think Pittsburgh's just in rebuild mode, right? And I think they're going to be like that for a year or two, and then they'll be back to normal. And they still going to win eight games this year for some reason. I, Ray, Ray, let me ask you this. Ray, Ray, Ray Miller just jumped in. He chimed in. He said they got a second. Ray, is will Tomlin even be back next year to manage all of these draft picks that he's accumulating? That's what I want to know. You think so, Travis? I do. Or I know. It's, I know. I know the Pittsburgh fan base, you know, doesn't like obviously supporting a team that is struggling and losing a lot, but he's built enough um, winning seasons up to have one bad year. Okay. Now, if he, if yeah, this team does the same thing next year, if they do the same thing next year and they're, you know, three, four wins like they're probably going to be this year, um, then I could see them saying bye. But he, they'll give him a pass for one year. Dude, he, he's got to go get him a quarterback from somewhere. I mean, you he just drafted to... Kenny Pickett in the first round. You got to roll with that guy. I know, but 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 yep, he might roll with him right onto the unemployment office. I'm going to tell you that right now because he ain't showing me diddly poo. I, I mean, oh, I'm not disagreeing with you, but you yeah. can't dump that guy. You can't dump that guy after one season 
when he didn't even start the season as a starter. You got to give him a whole season as a starter before you can even evaluate him and say yay or nay. Yeah, and that might be your that might be the whole season that you uh the your last season when you do that too. I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but I'm just saying that I think you just need to realize you just had a bad pick, and just and if you can't trade him, then then you, you have to dump him. I'm that's 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 my opinion. I I wouldn't keep him. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He he couldn't play for me. Uh, like I said, I, I've seen enough already. Uh, another stink of a game: Patriots twenty-two, Jets seventeen. Oh, the Jets! Bless their heart. Lord have mercy. Uh, I don't have anything to say about this game. I don't even want to talk about Irv. What you got? Look, the Jets got humbled, even though it was a bad game whatsoever. They'll be all right. They're going to bounce back. I'm th- the first game after not having Brees Hall, they 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 can put up one sneaker. Okay, I mean they 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 haven't put up a, one yet this year. <clears throat> you saying it's the first sneaker they put up this year? No, it's not. <laughs> I was about to say you haven't been watching. I've been watching. Travis, what you think? Yeah, um, just when everyone kind of seemed to be supporting the Jets and saying, "Look at them," they they put up this 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 stinker of a game. And I yeah. I said it last week. I I didn't see it yet. I I, I still I don't. I'm not there on the Jets, and Amazing. I think this proved it for me. I agree, Travis. What you just saw, uh, pun intended was the crash of the Jets. I mean, now, the same thing will happen to the Falcons. You know, Peavy out here doing all this whooping and hollering. You know, Miss Peavy sitting up here telling all this crap, talking about she's a Cowboy fan. All of a sudden, she's a Cowboy fan now, Irv. She said, all I have to say is, how about them boys? That's what she said, Irv. Now, now all of a sudden, she's a Cowboy fan. Has anybody remember? Travis, have you ever remember Miss Peavy being a Cowboy fan before now? Yeah, Irv. I do. Irv. I do. We, I, I do because we did this last year, and she was supporting the Cowboys in the playoffs. I don't ever remember Miss Peep saying nothing about no Cowboys. I do. She's gonna jump up here today, talking about she's a Cowboy fan. So anyway, that's why I know a lot of y'all switch teams and Miss Peep. I, I remember because you guys were talking about it last year when the Cowboys played the 49ers in the playoffs. I remember that game number nineteen of a stinker game: Titans versus Texans. Yeah, this ain't a stinker right here. Lord have mercy. 17 to 10. I mean, both of those owners will be under probation in, in, in the Boo Mitchell era of running this league. That is terrible. I ain't gonna talk about that again. Ain't nothing to talk about. Giants. Uh, uh, real quick, just just the only thing to talk about. Derrick Henry is 219 yards rushing. Yes. Like that's crazy. Yeah, but who'd they do it against? I understand, but 219 is 219 against any team. I mean, he that's did, a lot of rushing yards. I know. It's like he did it against the, the 12-year-old Grayson Rams out here that I watched. I mean, who? I mean, nobody gives a shit. I mean, you doing that against the damn the Texans? I mean, who 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 even watched this game? I mean, I think that I think that they only. I know you and and the parents, all, all them players, are the only people that watch that game. I mean, that, that, I ain't got nothing to say. That's just a I, trash game. I will say it's not a good look when you have two your your number one running back is two hundred nineteen yards and you can only put up seventeen points. Though I would have, no, you would have, I agree. You would have expected at least twenty one. Case closed. Case closed. I told you if you can't score three touchdowns, that's twenty one points. Then, then you should be fine. I mean, they should just build a big fine pool and look at all the people who would be 
uh, not in that. This week we would have the Bengals, the Rams, the Packers, the Commanders, the Giants, the Jets, the Texans, and the Titans, the Steelers, the Raiders. I mean, listen, listen how many how many teams I'm calling. That's just crazy. They, they ran, just scored three damn touchdowns. They ran for 314 <laughs> yards and still only put up 17 points. There you go. I mean, what I say when we first started this segment, bad football. Giants 13, Seahawks 27. Talk to me, Travis. That's your Giants now. Yeah, this was, for me, this was the shocker of the week. Um, you know, I know it was going to Seattle, so East Coast goes to West. That's yes, always a difficult well, I mean, part. that's number one. Number, well, I take that back. That's number two. Number one is it's the Giants. I mean, they suck. I mean, you know that. I mean, they got Saquon Barkley back there taking wildcat snaps and running the ball, and you trust that being a formula to win every game? I told you that. I was like, you are crazy. Again, this this one surprised me. And Barkley only got 53 yards rushing. So hats off to the Seahawks. They had a game plan, and, and they're not as bad as what everyone thought they were going to be this year. So are you not giving Geno any love? Is that what it is? You don't believe in Geno? I just said hats off to Seattle and their better team than I, I, I know, thought. but you didn't say nothing about Geno. Oh, Geno had a good game. There you go. I know, but you know he don't believe. Irv, do you believe in Geno? I believe he's still trash. Dude, they're saying that Geno might be the damn MVP. Man, they're, saying that, they're, saying, they're saying if this guy had any name other than Geno Smith, y'all would be talking about him being a damn league MVP. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling what the experts are saying about his level of play. So That's you know what, what his level of play is right now. So you know what that means? What's so that mean? Got no quarterback. Well, I'm just. Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson. He's playing like Lamar. He having a Lamar Jackson year. When you know what else Lamar that means, Jackson right? MVP, huh? All these people talking about him. You know what else that means? What's that? He's going to be terrible in about a week or two. Okay, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. They talked about Lamar like that that year. He won the MVP because he just kept on doing his thing. Kept on doing his thing. It depends on the offense. Oh, I'm sorry, defense on the other team. Uh. Two code, maybe they. I can't see it. I, I can't read it, Travis. I don't have my eyes out here. It depends on the defense of the other team, too, coach. Maybe they not that good, but maybe the other team has a kick ass defense. Yeah. Well, well, not in this case. In in this case, I think the Seattle is a is a mediocre team, a little bit better than mediocre. I think that uh, you know, it does matter because they were playing the Giants, who are um a perennial stinker in this league. And uh and and I don't believe in the quarterback. I do believe in Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon's a superstar. Um I would have thought somebody would have went after him, not that anybody would have given him away, that the Giants would have given him away, but that somebody would have tried to secure his services. So anyway, another stinker right next to it. Commander 17. Colts 16. When you can't beat the Colts by but by one point, Lord have mercy. And Irv, that's another one of your team. Good game. <laughs> good game. That's, the, that's your team, Irv. It was a good game. Hey, they won. There you go. Defense balled out. Did it really? They, they caused four fumbles. In, yeah. In turnover. Yeah. 
Who were they playing? Terry McLaurin went crazy against Stephon Gilmore. So I can't remember who they were playing. Hey, Stephon Gilmore's still the top corner in the league now. Terry I love, I love that you talk about how they balled out against the Colts. <laughs> balled out against Stephon Gilmore, not the Colts. <laughs> All right, here's my turn. Here's my turn to take some blows. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 49 is 31, Rams 14. Uh-huh. I, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna let y'all get me. Go ahead, tell me what y'all want to tell me. Go ahead and talk about your man Jimmy. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, Jimmy Garoppolo still sucks. <laughs> My mind is Kyle Shanahan is the mad genius. He's devising ways of getting people wide open, and Garoppolo still like underthrows them. I haven't seen him in the last three weeks make a solid pass where the ball just hits the guy in stride, whatever, like it's going to need to be when it comes playoff time and you're playing against better competition. Jimmy G just throws the ball out there. He just throws the ball up, and you got Debo Samuel and all these other guys making these great plays and everything else, but he doesn't throw a good ball. I mean, he, he just doesn't. I, the one good ball he threw the other day, he hit Kittle running across the back of the end zone for a touchdown one time. Mm. I saw that. That was a good ball because he had to throw it over somebody and threw it right into his hand. Go back and watch how people catch his balls most of the game. And, dude, I mean, he has some damn magicians on that team. And I'm just telling you, you know, even with the win like this, and the Rams are just bad right now. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's that's my take for this game. It's not the 49ers. The, yeah. Let's start talking about the fact that the Rams, yes, they won the Super Bowl last year. They've Big got time. a Super Bowl hangover. Big time Super Bowl hangover. Do. Big They're time Super Bowl hangover. I agree with Travis. Totally. They are yeah. really bad this year. They are having a big time Super Bowl hangover. And I'm going to tell you something else. They better stop trying to get that ball to Cooper Cup so much. Dude, and you why was he in the game with a minute left and they're down 17 points? Dude, that's what I'm telling you. I mean, it, it's, they're, they're just misusing him. They are trying to just get the ball to him. every. Like you said, he shouldn't even been in the game at that point. I mean, the bottom line is, is that you can't do that. And I don't know what McVay is trying to do or what he's trying to prove or whatever because he's not coaching the way that you should be coaching. I, I just – I dude, I'm – Look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I I thought it at the beginning of the year, but I didn't say it. The Rams had a lot of things go their way last year, mm-hmm. right? All their players had career years. Yep. They had teams um, going into the playoffs that struggled in the playoffs, and they had a good matchup with. They had a home game for the Super Bowl, literally a home game for the Super Bowl. And they had a lot of things go their way to make it all fit and win the game and and, and win the championship. Kudos to them. Congratulations, they did, right? I'm not saying they didn't like, you know, but they had a lot of things go their way last year, and it's just not working this year. I Wait a minute. Tom says, damn, Coach, did you not see that game where he hit some precision passes? I have never seen a game where Garoppolo hits more than one precision pass. Most of those passes, watch and see how they're being one-handed or guys are diving and everything. He just 
throws that ball in a catch radius around the receiver, but the receivers are making some tremendous catches, catching most of his balls, especially anything over like 15 yards. The other thing with the Rams, to go back to my last point, and I've said it on the show for years, right? I'm not a Matthew Stafford fan. Mm-hmm. I think he's greatly overrated. Mm-hmm. Last year it clicked, especially the playoffs. It clicked. Yep. Yep. It's not, it, he's, he's reverted back to mediocre Matt Stafford. Yep. And I think that's part of the problem, too. I, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. But they dumped so many targets for him, too. I agree with that, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, say what you want to say about Odell Beckham. I mean, what they had him doing last year was being kind of the outlet. You know, he run under routes and all that kind of stuff and able to dump it off to him. And then he's going to run an extra 15 yards. So he's going to turn a four-yard pass into a 15-yard game every time he gets the ball. And I I believe – I know for a fact uh, Andrew Whitworth Obviously retired. He's not on the offensive line. Yep. I think they had another guy that they yeah. lost in free agency. So they had Irv? Rashad Woods. Yeah. So they got two off starters from last year yeah. that aren't on the team right now. <clears throat> offensive line. That's a big deal too. I got you. Let, let's finish this real quick. Yep. Bills twenty seven, Packers seventeen. Yeah. Good luck, Green Bay. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. Good I luck. think. I, I think. Er, uh. uh the bad man and Brady, I don't know. I don't think this will be the bad man's last year, but I think they might not make the playoffs. And, and also, Stephon Diggs is still making Josh Allen look good. You thought Garoppolo. This is true. That's true. But I'm going to tell you this. Josh Allen making himself look good, too. The way he's running the football and pump faking and doing all that, dude, I like him. He's, he, he's fun to watch. He's, I mean, he's very, he's very entertaining. Very he's entertaining. the leader of the MVP race, race right now. I, I would say so, too. I mean, and I know Jalen Hurts is having a really good year, but I'd still give it to Josh Allen. I, I, I'm not going to give it to Jalen Hurts. I think he's he's dinking and dunking a little too much. Josh Allen throwing the ball all over the place and running all over the place and and talking shit while he does it too. I I, I like that. I like to have. I like to see a quarterback with a little bit of confidence. And 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 plus they say that joke like six foot five, two eighty. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a he's a big man. So uh, so it, it's fun to watch him play. Um, and last but not least. Travis, I didn't do it this way. It's just on the docket this way. This was the game we saw last night. Bengals 13, Browns 32. First of all, and this is the question that America is waiting for Travis to answer. How do you feel, Travis, when the lonesome losers <laughs> beat you by more than two touchdowns? I mean, I mean, it's got to be a dark day in Cincinnati. I mean, well, it, it, did did, uh, did Coach Taylor just go back there and just? I mean, what what did he do? How did he deal with this? I mean, the worst team in the league traditionally, the worst team, and I mean, good God Almighty, watching Chubb just run through y'all last night. Well, Coach, how many yards did Chubb have last night? Had that that be over hundred? Hundred and one. Hundred and one. Wow. Wow. Um, but. Coach, I'm not a fan. I'm a supporter of the Bengals. Okay, come on. I'm, come I'm on. a Bengals supporter. That's a lie, so I'm not a fan. a fan. We know you're a fan. I, I'm a supporter. I'm you a supporter. I, I just support my team. You, you I'm a not sunshine a fan. up my behind fan. You a sunshine up my behind fan when it comes to the damn. We are. We are. <laughs> I am a Bengals supporter, okay? 
Yeah, okay. And as a Bengals supporter, we have never matched up good against the Browns for like the last like four years. I don't know why. It's the one team in the AFC North that they struggle mightily against. Wow. Um, and they have killed. They they beat the Bengals seven out of the last eight games. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what it is that they do that we, the Bengals can't stop, but it's something. And I wish they would figure it out as Taylor, a supporter. Taylor has never beat. <clears throat> Correct. Burrow has yeah. never beaten the the Browns. <laughs> Miss Peavy said, Miss Peavy said she saw a great meme where Brady's and Rogers were hugging, and uh Rogers said we should have retired. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this about oh. the Bengals, though. Um <laughs> I hate y'all. You see oh. what Tom said to your see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, with no Jamar Chase, boy, you can tell a difference of how important that he is to the Bengals' offense because well, I can tell, I can they didn't have anybody that could they, – they weren't doing anything down 15 yards or more. Yeah, like, I, can, I, can, uh, I can see that before the game even started. Let me explain something to you. A lot of times you run Jamar Chase on a post route just yes. to clear it out for everybody. Because at least the safety and the corner have to take him. So now the safety can't be out there robbing all that stuff down there, you know, reading the quarterback's eyes and all that. So now you got those guys one-on-one. So without Jamar Chase, yeah, now you see what it's like when you don't have a guy that's feeding y'all. Y'all ought to be giving him some of your paycheck every week because that joke is feeding y'all just by running the post route down the middle of the field. Cause they know if they don't take it and have it two on one, he'll probably go. He'll he'll go up and one on one somebody and steal the ball. Well, and the other thing is, you know, and it's kind of the same thing how Tyreek was used at Kansas City, right? How many times would we see Mahomes when he gets in trouble? He just screw it. I'm just throwing it up there, and Tyreek yeah. is either going to come down with it, he's going to get Absolutely. past the pass. Burrow does that too. Which does. I've seen that, right? Like, I'm not saying it's never happened. Like, it definitely happens. And you can see without Chase, like, he doesn't have anyone to just say, just go get it. Yeah. So you can definitely see the, the importance of Chase on that team. I agree. All right, real quick, guys. I want everybody to stay tuned. Y'all stay with me, Miss Peavy, for two seconds. I'm going to get Irv's take on what's going on in uh with the, with the Nets in basketball. Udofa is uh they're saying probably going to be higher now that Steve Nash has been fired for the Nets. For everybody who doesn't know Udofa, like Richard Hood asked in the chat, who is, what do you mean free Udofa? A lot of people felt like Udofa was done wrong in, in Boston. But, you know, this was this was a uh, way too much of a punishment for, for what had happened and whatnot, all things being equal, especially when you talk about owners doing – things that they don't get punished for or whatever. So, um, Irv, talk to me a little bit about about the way you see this thing developing. So, initially, when the suspension came down, it wasn't a league suspension. Right. Which why the whole him signing to the Nets is still legal. Right. Um, I, I, I just don't like the fact that when it gets to a situation like this, they don't treat it the same way that 
if it happened to some other specific person because we all know all this stuff goes up in higher management. Right. Sure does. If you if you say you working together with opposite sex and you don't have some form of hey how you doing with a hug at least right some women call that sexual contact right then you're lying to yourself yeah so I mean honestly I knew he wasn't going to be out the whole year they're saying he's going to be in Brooklyn starting sometime at the end of this week I know so. I mean, listen, Nash got fired at two. Udoka was on the doorstep at 203. That's crazy. You need That's crazy. You, need you know, I put that I put that in the chat, and Miss Carrie jumped all over me like I was crazy. And I was like, dude, they've been talking about this for weeks, that, that you know, Udoka could go over there because it, it said in his contract that, uh, you know, he could be hired by or when they told him when he got punished, that if anybody else wanted to hire him or whatever, they wouldn't prohibit it or – or whatever can be me now. But they, they might be able to get something out of it. I don't know. I don't know if that's part of the deal. Like if he goes, they might be asking for some money or for some draft. I don't know. Yeah, how does that work, Herb? Do you know? So last time something like this kind of sort of happened, some draft capital switched teams. Yeah, that's what I think too. As, as well as some money compensation. I got you. Yes, Travis. So I'm reading an article right now on ESPN and they're saying Boston to do this is not requiring draft compensation mm. to do this but they're in discussions to finalize this deal so you wonder if it's either going to be you know Money. cash or yeah. players yeah. my question is is if the Celtics really like Yudoka Yudofa uh, it's a K at the end yeah. You, Udoka? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a Ofa. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. U-D-O-K-A. Udoka. Okay. If they really like him, and obviously you would think that they do because they took him to he took them to the NBA finals last year, why would they like be okay to trade this guy or let him go, basically? I know he's suspended for a year, but Next year is a whole nother team and a whole nother scenario. Like, I feel like they're rushing to get rid of this guy really quickly when they could just be like, look, be on the back burner for a year. You can come back and then we're back to being a top two or three team in the East. I, I think that my, that Boston is trying to avoid. I think there's some other stuff going on behind the scenes. I think Boston just wants to get, get him out the door and get it over with. Because, yeah. I mean, the team is disgruntled. I mean, you can tell by the way they're playing and when they talk about it and everything else, they don't think it's fair. They don't like it. They don't like what happened. I mean, I've heard a bunch of them make comments that, that weren't very favorable to management about the whole thing, about the way this thing went down. And so I think just by getting him out the door, because every day he's there and ever present or whatever the case may be, it, they have to deal with it. And now just by getting him out the door and whatnot, they hopefully can just move on. Yeah, and they I, need, think, I think that's the whole purpose of getting them out. Yeah, they need to move on. It, it has to be done as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, I just, I mean, that's my belief, Travis. Okay. Like I said, if they can get some money for it on the way out the door, good for them. You know, I, I think they like their team like it is. I don't think, like I said, they're looking necessarily for draft capital. And and, and truth be told, these days, ain't a LeBron James out there who's going to come in and play and contribute on year one that many of them anyway. I mean, look, look, look at what's coming out of, uh, out, of, out of college right now. 
I mean, half them kids ain't even big enough to play in the NBA because they're trying to go for one year and then get out or they're only there for two years and hadn't learned enough basketball and gotten enough size to even be able to play on, on that level and play the way 82 games that you're playing sometimes three games in one week. They, they can't take that kind of pounding. Well, this kid out of France is supposed to be the next uh, the next big thing. He's supposed yeah, to be said. the best player in the last five years coming out of the draft. I know. Yep. Well, they said that about the big boy, too, that's down there in uh, New Orleans. And uh, he he can't stay healthy. He he I, he I I need to see him play five games in a row. I mean I ain't seen him do that. Has anybody seen him do that? Does anybody in the NBA do that? Is the question? Well, that's why. Well, I'm, I'm just telling. I mean, my bottom line is is that well, I think a lot of guys do that. I mean, I've seen LeBron. I ain't seen LeBron miss a whole bunch of games. But I'm mean, I'm just saying that. How, how many games does he play? Big boy Zion. Uh, he played a couple until he fell on his back. I know, but I'm just saying that. For whatever reason, he just hadn't been in, in the league long. I see John Moran out there. John Moran says play every game look like to me. And I, I know here lately they're probably trying to save him and preserve him and do all that bullshit that they didn't do back in the day. You know, when you go to the – if I went to a, a game to see John Morant and he didn't play, dude, I'd, I'd be furious. If, if, if they just – and he was playing because they had him on this – what do they call it, Herb? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, oh, goodness. I, I can't remember what the terminology is. Maintenance, some kind of maintenance or something. No. Um, Jesus Christ. I just saw it with Kawhi Leonard. I know, but in any event, if, if I went to a game and paid my money and they were doing that, dude, I would be livid. I would be livid if I went through my ass all the way down to New Orleans to be able to watch him play, or, or I'm sorry, to Memphis and be able to watch him play, and and his ass was on maintenance or whatever they call that. Oh, there you go, load maintenance. Thank you, Miss Beebe. Management. Load, load management. management. Load yeah. management. Whatever the hell it is, I'd be mad as a run over dog. I'm telling you that right now. If if I went down there to see him play, or like see LeBron play, and he come out in a damn suit, sitting on the sideline with uh -huh. a gold chain around his neck, I strangle that joker. What I was going to say is, you know, last I I remember they talked about it last year. Um, you know, LeBron only comes to Atlanta once a once a year, right? Just yeah. because of the way they play, they only got to play him once at Atlanta. They said he hasn't played in Atlanta for like five years. Yeah, that every sucks. time they play Atlanta, they give him a load management. Well, that's because right? they're that's like, what's, he's what's up this in, about? Like, he's what, sitting what, up in Magic City the whole day before. <laughs> and I tell you right now, he ain't in no shape to be out there. <laughs> I tell you, that's what that is. They call that the Magic City maintenance right there. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm. But see, yeah. That's, see, that's frustrating, though. As a, as a player in the league, if you're playing in another conference, I mean, another conference, you kind of want to have your fans see you play because you're only there one time a year. Right. Travis, put up Ray Miller's comment. Put up Ray Miller's comment, Travis. <laughs> Tell him, Ray, we already know. We already know. Guys, I'm trying to tell y'all. They got that poison out there in the city, boy. The pepper wings. <laughs> no, but really, Irv, I think they should. And I, I don't know if they've talked about it. I think I've heard about it where the NBA tried to come out and say, if you want to do load management, 
you know, that's fine, but you got to do it for home games. That They kind of wanted players to to play road games because of this same scenario, right? Like, you got a guy like LeBron or John Morant or Zion is in the West and comes to the East. They only play one game a year, and they all load management. And people are going, I wanted to go see the game. I, want, I bought tickets to go see LeBron or John. Right. And then the one game I even have the opportunity to see them, they don't play. Right. When on, on you know a home game, there's forty something games you know someone can go to. It's, I agree. This is this is the gripe that I have with a lot of fans right now. All of a sudden, they do it so often that fans are okay with it. Why are you okay with the product that is supposed to be making all this money because of it's supposed to entertain you, okay. not even being available on the court? Can I speak? Can I say something? Go ahead. I ain't okay with shit. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I mean, the bottom line is, is that if if I'm spending my money, if it's my 45, or 145, or 200, or how much that damn ticket is, if I spend my money, I want to see every damn thing there is to see. I mean, that's why I say about football. If 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 I become commissioner of the NFL, if your ass ain't got a dome, you ain't got no damn team. Because the bottom line is, I'm not trying to go to a damn uh, Green Bay and watch Jamar Chase, my favorite player, running down the field with his hand in his pants, running a damn 6'2", 40, because it's so damn cold out there, he can't even hardly function. I want to see his ass run a 4'2", as fast as he can run, in primetime ass conditions. I want to see him slipping on no damn ice. I don't want to see it. I want to see, I want shit to be perfect if I'm going to pay my damn money to come see him. Period. And that's where it should be. I mean, that's a, I honestly, because I'll never forget when I sat my ass in the Georgia Dome for the first time ever and watched the football game, I was like, this is the most magnificent shit I've ever been. I mean, I've never done anything better in my life. And I mean, the Falcons were terrible, but just to be in there and be able to go up and get me a drink, an alcoholic beverage, and come back and sit down and enjoy it while I'm eating it. And I don't have to worry about rain. I don't have to worry about cold. I have to worry about any of that stuff. And I got a great view of the man. Listen, I like this right here. Everybody should have one of these, especially for the money you're paying. Like Super Bowl. You going to damn Super Bowl, watch the Super Bowl in damn Green Bay? Yes. Are you kidding me? I, I will say, for the most part, Coach, the Super Bowl is in a dome. I know. I know. I'm just Not always. The, the, New York had it a few years ago, but for the most part, or it's in Miami, right? I'm like just, I'm just, I'm just saying, Travis. I'm yep. just saying, yep. if, if if it were that way, and I had to go sit up in damn Green Bay and watch the damn Super Bowl, and it's cold and windy and all that, and man, you crazy as hell, and I done paid fifteen hundred dollars and bought some bootleg ass ticket online or whatever. And and now no no sir no sir, I'm not I, I want I want to be treated like that fifteen hundred dollars whatever that ticket is I want to be treated properly I won't be out there worrying about no damn rain and no sleet and snow and having to wear twelve jackets and all that and man please that's football no, sir. so same but the same thing with basketball I don't want to come out there and see Jim Dombrowski out there on no damn load management. <laughs> and he's starting for LeBron. Yes. <laughs> starting at guard. 
Travis said we get John, the same shit at movie tavern. <laughs> John Smith. Who the fuck? <laughs> and starting. Jerry Taylor. Who for is the Taker for the Lakers? <laughs> from from Robert Morris. <laughs> <laughs> from Cumberland to school, from Cumberland, Tennessee, <laughs> Community College. <laughs> exactly. Well, give me half my money back on this one. I know that's right. All right, folks, we gotta get out of here. I appreciate y'all hanging around for a few minutes. Let us talk about another topic, but that is it is something we we. we Guys, as the season moves on, we'll we'll start doing a little bit more with NBA basketball. Irv is a basketball guy, and uh, we lean on him to kind of kind of get us straight on those things. So I just wanted to get his take on some of that. But as always, Irv, well well done and, and much appreciated. Travis, another good one. I appreciate you, Ray, Tom, Mister Miss Peavy. I know Peavy got his ass out here, Miss Peavy. He, he abandoned you and left you for the Sharks. Uh, <laughs> But that's all right. I, that's how he he's a Falcon fan. So, you know, we're going to let Miss Peavy say she's a Cowboy fan. So we're going to roll with that until she abandons them. So anyway, folks, we got to get out of here. We appreciate everybody. Good night, Miss Francis. Straight from the hip. Irvin. Yes, sir. <laughs>